Hey, 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 welcome to the show. You might not know this about me, but once upon a time, I had a long string of wildly dysfunctional relationships, complete with emotional dysregulation and anxiety and just all around insecurity. And I struggled to be myself fully and say what was just on my mind. And I'm really glad to say that that's not my reality anymore. I'm now in a really beautiful partnership, and it's honestly blown my expectations out of the water for how sweet love can be and how it can really just get better as years go on. So you might wonder, what was it that led me from complete chaos, shit show, situationships, and relationships to a healthy, conscious relationship? Well, you probably know if you listen to this show that I talk a lot about regulating my nervous system and practicing attachment tools. And I see it all the time with my clients, right? With the right tools, they're able to, you know, do all the things that they want to do in relationships. They can set boundaries, become more self-expressed and confident and create deep, loving, healthy relationships, right? When we can work with our nervous systems, we can also release relationship anxiety and just become more secure in ourselves and secure in our relationships. And I really believe it's through these practices that you can claim and consciously create what it is that you want from this life. I'm sharing this with you because I know a lot of my listeners are dealing with a lot of anxiety and relational struggles. And that's why I'm excited to share with you a new free training. It's called Regulated. And inside, I'll show you my unique method to release relational blocks and anxiety You'll also learn about the tools and practices that I give my clients to help you regulate your nervous system and work with your attachment system so you can feel more secure in your life and in your relationships. It's completely free and you can get access right away by scrolling down to the bottom of the show notes and clicking the link that says join regulated for free here. Again, that's join regulated for free here all the way at the bottom. This training will be available for a limited time, so make sure to save your seat ASAP. And at the end of the free training, you'll get an exclusive invite to join my upcoming group program with a little bonus offer. So if you've been wondering how we might work together, this is your chance. Either way, you'll get tons of insight and valuable practices inside the free training regulated. All right, that's it for now. See you inside the training and enjoy the episode. Welcome to the Creating Conscious Relationships podcast with your host, Janelle Annette. On this podcast, you're going to be receiving my best teachings, tools, and practices so that you can create a conscious relationship from the inside out. So no matter your relationship status, you're going to find everything you need here to help your relationships thrive, including the one with yourself. Hello and welcome back to the show, Creating Conscious Relationships. Today, I want to dive into somatic work, my favorite. (laughs) And for a little context, I've been studying somatics for probably about four years and have done a few trainings in this modality through other teachings. But everything is originated, or most of it's originated, I should say, from um, Peter Levine. And so I'm currently partway through a three-year training program to be trained in his specific methods, somatic experiencing. And so with that, I have been going many layers deeper 
than I had and understanding these things from a a more complex lens. And it's been so eye-opening and I really love it. And so I want to share some insights from what I've been learning. And I'm also going to talk about a time in my life where I experienced something very activating and recognizing how it's been actually influencing me on a deeper level than I would have imagined. So I was in one of my training weekends recently and we were talking about something called coupling dynamics. And coupling dynamics are when you have created this kind of association to some kind of traumatic incident and you unconsciously will recognize that association and go into a trauma response. It it could be very simple, like you see something and you might not even remember, but it reminds you of a time where something traumatic happened and all of a sudden you're more agitated or maybe you're really quiet, like all these different expressions, right? So you, you've coupled something, whether it's a behavioral response or an emotion or a lot of sensations in your body, fight responses, flight responses, right, freeze with that thing, right? And so this is happening and it's usually very unconscious, it's more conscious if like, let's say, for example, somebody's getting a flashback, you know, they, they see something, it reminds them of that thing, and they see that image from the traumatic event playing in front of them because they were reminded of it. So that's more conscious, that's more clear. But a lot of these times, these things are happening kind of unconsciously. And so lately, I'll, I'll get into how this applies to me in a moment, but lately I've been noticing that when I'm running at the gym... I always have, I have a lot of resistance to running. I have a hard time. And I've often said, it makes, just makes me feel like I'm really anxious. And I was speaking to my partner recently and I was like, you know, I just, I'm realizing that when I'm running, it's making my heart beat quicker, which to me feels like an association with anxiety. And so I think my body thinks that or like creates that sense of anxiety because my heart is beating so quick. But what I didn't really pay attention to was that, you know, when I'm working out and doing other things that get my heart beating really fast, I don't feel that. And so what happened is I was in this training weekend, we were talking about this and this this coupling dynamic, and she was giving an example of somebody running. And she said, you know, if somebody's running and that evokes a memory unconsciously in the body, right? A nervous system memory of some kind of danger, of running from danger, it has that potential to create a lot of activation and anxiety in the body. And you might not know why. And it was like, boom, light bulb moment. And something that's been interesting is as I've been doing this training, I've been reflecting on the moments in my life where there was high, high levels of activation, so traumatic incidents or car accidents where, you know, I was in an adrenaline response. And I, I've always looked back on those times and been like, it's really like weird and almost, it, it's like you're not fully here. And <laughs> I'm not explaining this very well, but like you can, you just so many weird physiological things are happening in these moments of heightened adrenaline. And so I'll share a story from my life and I will just, you know, try to give a little trigger warning here. It, it, it's activating. You might feel kind of activated as you hear it. So I will start off by saying I was okay in the end. I made it out. <laughs> Nothing bad happened. Um, obviously the event was, was not good, but I, I was okay. 
So the reason that I share this story is because I find it very fascinating how these things live on, even though this happened when I was like, I think I was 11. This has been a very long time and I don't think about this memory, right? But I've connected the dots that this is why when I run at the gym, I feel very, very anxious and and scared in my body. So the story is, is that when I was 11, it was my friend's birthday and it was going to be her birthday at midnight. And so... I was like planning this little plan where we were going to sneak out and we were going to go get some five cent candies and that was going to be like fun surprise birthday activity. And so we, I think, stayed up or I woke her up and I was like, hey, like we're going to sneak out. We're going to get you some candy for your birthday. Very elaborate plan. I know it's very... (laughs) very 11 year old idea. And so we sneak out and I lived in a pretty quiet suburb and we go to the store and we get some five cent candies and we're walking back. And from as far as I can see, I see two headlights and I'm like, something happened in my body. It was very surreal. And there had been cars coming every now and again. So it wasn't like I hadn't seen a car yet, but I see this, this car And these two headlights, just the headlights, because it's so far away. And something in my body was like, we got to get the fuck out of here. And the car's coming. And I said to my friend, I said, we got to go. We have to run. And she was like, what are you talking about? Like, I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. And I was grabbing her arm and trying to pull her. Like something wild and animalistic and intuitive happened for me that I will never forget. And so I'm pulling her and trying to get her to run. And this car goes by and there's two men in it and they're looking at us and I'm running with her and she's like kind of resisting and it all is happening very fast. And I turn over my shoulder and the car has has stopped and one of the men gets out. And so at this point, I'm yelling at my friend, we have to go and we cut through a park. And I'll never forget going down this hill and up. It's like this little dip, but it probably takes 30 seconds to walk, maybe less. And I remember looking down and turning and he's at the start of the the little dip up. It goes down and up and he's at the start and we're just getting up off of it. It's like a 30 second walk. So you can imagine when they're full on sprinting and I'm 11 and I'm, I'm sprinting, but I'm small. So I have my friend and we are running and I just remember this like odd sense of peace because there was like nothing in my mind that that was happening. There was a pure animalistic thing that took over and I remember the vision to my right and my left was blurred and I had tunnel vision and I was running and I was had no thought just continue going. And I'm sure there was levels of my body that were feeling immense fear, but my mind had figured out that I can't like, there's, I can't go into that because I have a mission. I have to get out. And I ran so, so fast, probably faster than I've ever ran in my entire life with her. And, um, we got through the park and we, we got onto my street and we got closer to my house and we turned around, we didn't see him, but I just remember she was like, okay, I think it's okay. And I was like, no, we just have to keep running. Like we can't, <laughs> we can't risk it. And then we get inside and lock all the doors. And uh, my brother was awake at the time playing video games and he just like schluffed it off. We were way too, I was way too worked up and overwhelmed to call the police. I was 11. I didn't really understand. And I didn't want to get in trouble for sneaking out. And so we just sat there in the living room and I remember my whole body was like shaking and a little bit later, 
I started feeling this intense pain in my foot. And I had this, um, these like, probably if you're, depends on how old you are, but you might remember those old clunky like DC runner shoes. And I had one, but the tab in the back, the the plastic had started emerging out and it was like cutting into my heel. And I think because I ran so hard, it was like pushing into my foot and into my heel. My ankle was bleeding. I didn't feel any of it for like, I, I don't know, for my memory was like 15 minutes. And it was such a surreal experience from like the beginning to the end. And so as I've been doing this training, this memory has been popping up and I had honestly kind of forgot about it. Not forgot about it. If something would come up, maybe I had this story to tell or I actually ran into this friend. She moved away after I hadn't seen her in, I don't even know, 10, 15 years or something. And we ran into each other at a music festival. And I remember we just looked at each other and we were like, hey, we said hi and hugged, talked a little bit. And she looked at me and she's like, do you remember that night? And I was like, yeah. She's like, that was, I don't know what happened. I was like, I don't know either, but we made it. And she was like, yeah. And so <laughs> even though I'm not consciously thinking of this often, as I take more time to learn about the nervous system, as I go into my body, this memory starts emerging and when she was talking again about this like connection to the running and the that response it just dropped in and landed for me and I actually felt like I needed to cry <laughs> when I was listening to this lecture and there's a few things that for you know now kind of zooming out of the story and looking at these things through the the lens of somatic experiencing there's a few things that need to happen to effectively process and let go of these stuck um, patterns in our body, right? Because from a nervous system perspective, that meant that there's a, there's a side of life that's very not, that's not safe, right? And so there's all kinds of things that I could link to that experience. Men aren't safe, right? Running when I'm running, that means I'm in danger. And when I get home, you know, there's no, there was no like safe person to go to, no adult, no one to intervene to let me know like, Hey, you're good. You know, I was terrified. I locked all the doors, couldn't sleep for a long time, was always scared that somebody was coming. I still have dreams, a lot of dreams about being chased. And so I'm I'm just so fascinated by, by this work. And maybe we all need to take a deep breath. That was kind of an intense story. Yeah. Uh, and, and so back to what I was saying is like, there's the realization that I've maybe coupled these certain experiences with, with danger and, and the need to protect myself. And I'm sure you could analyze lots of other things from that, like running away is symbolic and da da da. There's all these things. But the other element is like, I didn't get to also process the grief. I didn't get to process the fear because I was in a survival response and my body basically detached from that because if I were to sit and feel my fear and feel my grief, I'm not going to be able to run as hard, right? And so in, in the somatic experiencing lens, it would mean that moving through and letting that go from my body, which I want to do, right? You, we want to move on from these things. We want to not have these things show up and make us feel unsafe in the world. So in order to move through that, I would need to do somatic work around the activation that comes when I'm running and learn to help my body realize, hey, I'm actually safe in this moment. No one's chasing me like I'm good and actually work through kind of titrating that fear response by going in and out of it into it. Okay, I'm noticing that as I'm running, I'm feeling this anxiousness in my chest and it feels like it's closing in. Okay, now I'm going to come over here and I'm going to look around the room. 
and really help my brain register. It's not back then. It's now. And, you know, I'm also maybe going to think of a resource for me, like a person in my life that feels like the opposite of that, who feels like just safety and and connection. So I'm going to then imagine, oh, what would it be like to be with this person right now? Oh, that's good. Okay. And I'm going to sit in that for a little bit. And then like, okay, let's, let's come back. How's that feeling in the chest? And then, you know, as we do this enough, it's like, oh, it's, it's actually a little lighter and it gets lighter and lighter. And that might not happen in one session or one, you know, attempt. It's, it's a, a practice on an ongoing basis, but it's really fascinating how much we can work with these things and how much our bodies are always telling us what's going on. <sighs> how much information is there for us in our somatic experience. And it's like, here's, I'm talking about all these fear response and the scary thing. But as I was in this training, I had like a really deep sense of my intuition. And this is this other piece of like, what I believe anyway, this isn't necessarily part of this, the, the curriculum for the somatic experiencing, but what I believe is that our bodies are these kind of like antennas And something that I've often experienced in my life is when I feel a really deep sense of resonance with something somebody says, or I say something and I realize like, yes, this is right. This is my intuitive hit. I get chills up and down my body and it's very visceral. And so I've noticed that the less connected I am to my body, the less I'm feeling that. And so even though I was in this weekend where I was processing some pretty heavy things, I also then was reconnected to the intuitive hits and nudges and feelings in my body. And I ultimately just felt more connected to myself, right? Um, Which is is a product of being present because trauma is a loss of the relationship with the present moment. It's like, I'm still living in that past moment because I got to keep protecting myself from that because part of me doesn't think that that's over, right? And so when we're healing these things, it really is about coming into the present moment and being able to access that through a variety of methodologies and tools and practices. But so that's the gift in it, right? And and there's probably so much I could say. There's a lot of things I could like nerd out here with you. And I'm sure I'll do more episodes about this because it's, uh, it's really blowing my mind. But if there's anything that, you know, you take away from this, I hope it's just that there's such an importance in listening And if you're experiencing something and you think something's wrong with you, maybe nothing's actually wrong with you and you are responding to something from the past unconsciously. Like that's the other piece of this. Like there's so much compassion available when we learn more about how our bodies and our unconscious mind and our nervous system store things. And there's so much innocence we can reconnect to in ourselves. Oh, there's nothing wrong with me. I was just holding on to this thing or remembering that on an unconscious level. And so that doesn't mean we stay stuck, but that does mean we access compassion and curiosity in order to move through these things and then be liberated going forward. And that's what I can hope for you and for me and for everyone. It's like, can we just have more compassion and curiosity as to why we might feel looped into certain things or stuck on certain things or unable to move forward in certain ways and keep letting that compassion and that curiosity guide you so much so that you can move through it. Because if we approach life from a sense of shame, there's something wrong with me, why am I like this? There's no forward movement. There is just a furthering. This is who I am. This is, I'm just like this, right? Versus there's something that happened 
that's influencing this. And I don't even necessarily need to know what happened. You don't even necessarily need to like go back into the childhood and connect all the dots. You know, I share that story as an example, but all you know is there's a very valid thing happening in your body that's preventing you from like doing the thing, saying what's on your mind, starting a hard conversation, starting the business, like all these things, right? And so if we can just recognize that there's something going on in here that's actually contributing to that, we can drop the judgment of ourselves and just move forward with like, cool, let's work on this part of me. Let's help me find safety and be engaged in the present moments so that I can move forward and do all these things that I want to do in my life. And that's it. It just gets to be a practice. And it's never simple or overnight or easy, but it is all possible. And that's another thing we have to believe, right? And so if we realize I am not just like this for no reason. I have these experiences that have shaped me in these different ways, whether that happened a long time ago or recently, it doesn't matter. But I can validate that there's something going on in my body that's attributing to this, and it's not who I am. And I don't have to stay with it. I don't have to be stuck in that. So I have so much to say about somatic experiencing, and I am loving going way deeper into this work with clients and... um yeah, if you're curious about it, like send me a message. You know, I want to have conversations with you. I want to, you know, chat to my listeners and get to know you all and learn like, yeah, what, what's your take on all of these things? Or, or have you experienced things like what I've experienced? Or, you know, have you heard of somatic work? Are you interested? And um, yeah, anything to really spread the good word, you know, because I'm feeling really um, hopeful and passionate and inspired by this work and the endless levels of healing and expansion ultimately that are available to us when we learn to go within and work with our nervous systems so that's it that's all i had to say and share (laughs) please take a moment to like tune in notice your body because i I just again that story might have brought something up for you or who knows so just just listen listen to what's going on in there and um and if you're curious about you know, going deeper into this work and you want some support navigating some of these things, I do have some one-to-one spots available. You will see a link below with the one-to-one. It'll say application and waitlist. So you'll either see an application, meaning, hey, seats are open, or you'll see a waitlist. And if you join the waitlist, you'll just get to know first when a new seat opens up. So if you are curious about doing that, going deeper into this work, you can sign up there and send me any of your questions, your reflections. I really love to hear it. My email is just hello at janellanet.com and you can find that email in the show notes below. So that's it for today's episode. I'm sending you so much love. I hope you access deep levels of peace and love and play and fun in your day today or whatever it is that you need. And we'll see you in the next episode of Creating Conscious Relationships. All right. Well, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. And if you did, make sure to leave a rating and review, share with your friends, share with your family, just share it, share the love, and we'll see you on the next episode.